fun to me. It's not fun to record? This is horrifying. <laughs> You're horrified to record a podcast? A little bit. Dozens, okay. dozens do anyway. of people are going to hear this. I'll do it anyway. I'm recording right now. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to do my intro. Don't worry. <laughs> here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. Hope you're doing fantastical and magical. And I hopefully uh, this month is turning out to be a huge month for you. And you're smashing mental barriers and making more money than you thought possible and hiring people and taking intelligent risk and winning. One of the coolest things about having a small business is the fact that you create something from nothing. And I've been running 100 miles an hour the last, really it feels like the whole year, honestly, for me. But with our event starting on Sunday and all these people getting on airplanes and God knows what they're thinking. They're like, their wives are like, what? You sent who money on the internet? Who? What is this thing? The experience? You're a power washer. Why do we have to go to Michigan? It's cold in Michigan. What's it? No, honey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be great. It's going to change our life. Like they have expectations and maybe they're stressed out and they have to have childcare. But guess what? They're getting on a plane. They're coming. Why? Why? Because they believe in what they're doing. They believe that by changing the circle of influence around them, by getting in a room with high-level, like-minded people, they will actually move the needle for them. They believe that there are answers to their questions and that not everything can be found by reading a Facebook forum full of 100 different people's opinions. Sometimes you need to sit down with people that uh, have been where you are and actually solve things. I think it's so stinking cool. And actually, uh, one thing I wanted to do on just this short podcast today, two things. Um, the first thing is to read you a message I got from someone that listens to the podcast. And I forget uh, oftentimes, unintentionally, like the impact that this podcast can have on people or I'll interview someone and something they say, could it could spark a fire in you that pivots your whole business. It can take a little tiny spark to start a whole forest fire. And sometimes I just do these podcasts and I'm doing it and I'm just... I'm always grateful when I get messages like this because it snaps me back snaps me back to reality and I realize how big of a ripple effect this is. And it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, this is pretty emotional and amazing. So this guy, I won't say his name, this is what he said. He sent me a message. He says, bro, I got to come clean with you on a few, few things. I've listened to your podcast sporadically in the past and I absolutely love them. Recently, a friend from Michigan I have met through various groups uh, and have become very good friends with stressed the importance of me getting back into the habit of listening to the Quick Talk podcast. I spent over five hours on the road today listening to you the whole time and came to a very startling conclusion. I've been lying to myself, cheating on my wife, and turning my back on my employee. I've been a scumbag to the people that are most important to me. I've convinced myself that because I dedicate over 12 hours a day to various tasks that I've been productive. That's a lie. I've been busy doing nothing else. I've cheated on my wife and family with my business. I promised my wife two and a half years ago that starting this business was our path to reaching our goals and financial security. We're no better off now than we were two and a half years ago. That is not a quality that makes a good husband. She is frustrated and I have been blaming her for not believing in me when in fact I have not been honest with any of it. My efforts are misdirected at best and that is wrong. I'm a better person than that and she deserves nothing less than 100%. I've had a full-time employee for four months now and he's been on me to put together checklists and get better organized so that we're not flying by the seat of our pants. 
I've made excuses for not doing that. We had a blow up last week and I blamed it on his attitude when in fact it's been my attitude that's been the problem all along. In short, thank you for slapping me in the face today. I have given myself a short amount of time to turn this around and get serious, and I will be apologizing to my wife and my employee in the next day. You sparked something in me that hasn't been sparked in many years. I have been coasting for dozens of years from early success in life at various things, and today is the day that ends. Thank you, Josh. Seriously, I could go on all night, but we have a few jobs to complete and I need to get to work. I'll stay in touch and keep you updated, my friend, but thank you for the slap in the face uh, that I needed. God bless. Talk to you soon. Wow. 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 Wrap your head around that. Wrap your head around that guy's kid and his wife, right? They've been holding on for the ride, you know, trying to support them the best they can. Look, small business is really hard. Doing a live event's really hard. I'm a very positive, optimistic guy, but the, the, rea- the reality is that it's very hard. And I know that what you're going through is very hard too. Uh, what I want you to get out of this is that it takes one spark, one decision. Tony Robbins says, um, you change your life in a moment. Sometimes it just takes 20 years to get to that moment right? So if you've been, you know, running your company from the seat of your pants, or you've been disingenuous with your wife, or you've been using your business to have an affair on your spouse with, pretending like you're building the dream for your family, when really you could step back, downshift, and be present with your kids and your family, maybe today you can pivot. Maybe today you can change that because um, one moment, everything can change. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So I want you to think about that, some heavy stuff. And then I have a special prize for you today, a special guest. Wait, I called you a prize. (laughs) Now they know you're here. I have my wonderful, high-level executive assistant. No, it's actually my sister, who is my executive assistant. (laughs) But we grew up together, and we fought, and I did mean things to you when we were little, and I'm really sorry about that. My sister worked in corporate America for many years. She's a high achiever. She's she's a savage rock star. And she was a professional executive assistant for people that ran companies in the hundreds of millions of dollars. She worked directly for a billionaire. And she worked in downtown Detroit in this high-rise building. It's a totally different world than small business entrepreneurship. And she had a great high-paying job going. She was very good at her job. And people would fight over hiring her. Well, then guess what? She left them. Why? because she had her first baby, my niece, Remy, and she's amazing, and she wanted to be home with Remy. Now, my sister likes to work. She likes to stay busy. She's really good at her job, and we worked out so she could kind of work partially from home, partially from our office uh, on the other side of Michigan, and she's my EA now, which is so cool because her job is to protect me from myself. But first of all, say hi, Jess. Hi. You can say a little louder. You can say, hello. (laughs) Hi. She's not a podcasting type, but I'll tell you, she's a ninja savage. And what I wanted to ask her about, because she's in Ludington today to help us with our event prep, is I wanted to ask her about the differences between, you know, big time corporate America, which is a a world I'm not that familiar with. I did work for JPMorgan Chase for a while, but I worked in retail banking, meaning I was at a local bank office, which is still nothing like that. And she's been working in these, uh, skyscrapers for these shooters and these high-powered, you know, A-type personality suits and all that. So you've been working for Send Jim since January, maybe? Yeah. Yep. So we're going to be coming up on a year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's amazing and then sometimes it feels like a dumpster fire. <laughs> 
What have you seen so far in terms of difference? Anything? What are your thoughts as we talk about this? Well, it's definitely a little crazier um, being with Sun Gym in different ways, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's always craziness in any job, and it's always a little wild. But um, I feel like we're I, some things are kind of by the seat of your pants, but. I definitely feel like there's more of a family unit with the smaller size company. Granted, you are my brother, but I don't even see Josh hardly at all um, because he is in Ludington. And I, I can't, you're doing great. You're doing great. Don't worry about it. Your job isn't to perform. What I'm trying to figure out is what is a day in the life of, uh, you know, working for Dan Gilbert's mega huge company compared to you helping me stay on pace and being a gatekeeper for me and trying to direct my schedule and trying to, what's the difference? Well, I can't, I can't even think of that off the top of my head. No, no, it's so different. Let's talk about it. The worlds are so different. Tell me, tell me the good parts of the big corporate job. The good parts is other than a much higher paycheck than you're getting right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there there was, I guess, a little bit more structure because things were kind of set. Mm-hmm. Um, the the folks I worked for also knew exactly what they wanted out of an executive assistant, so it was easy to fit the mold. Mm. Where you don't even know what you need. I use you at like fifteen percent capacity, probably. Yes. Right now. So right now, part of my job and what I do is try to think of ways and try to make you use me. Um, where it was, I didn't have to think about those things. But luckily, I had the experience that I had, so that I can help you and think of those things to help you now. Did you feel more like a cog in a giant wheel at the other place, or did you f- still feel like fulfilled and highly valued and all that? Well, I mean, I, I did love those folks a lot, um, but it's definitely a completely different vibe. Working with a small company like this, you really feel the big wins and you really feel like you're a part of something where even though I was a part of huge things and awesome things, it becomes it became so mundane and so task oriented and, and it wasn't as loving that, you know, that, that's a big difference for me and why I enjoy this even more than I did before. Mm. Yeah, when you already have $5 billion, what's another $100 million right. win, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Look, business, um, people spend a huge percentage of their life at their job or running their business, one or the other. Um, so I don't know. I like to have fun. We were talking at lunch. I just took my sister to lunch, and we're talking about how um, – how hardcore these people are. And we're not naming names or anything, and they're not doing anything wrong, but just how intense the A-type culture is. And I feel like I've done, quote-unquote, some big things, but I haven't, not in light of what actual real big things, billion-dollar companies and all this stuff. It's all little tiny embryonic stuff, right? Um, but at the same time, it grosses me out when I think of the, the way that they communicate and their F-bomb and emails or whatever they're doing, just like very intense, very very intense, work till 11 o'clock at night, produce the result. And I've never been attracted to like the Grant Cardone style, gotta hustle and grind, go hustle and grind. For me, I think it's, you. yes, you have to work really hard. Yes, you should work really hard, but you, you know, you don't do it just to do it. You don't do it just to add a zero. Like you wanna have an impact, man. Like I don't do this podcast for any other reason than to have an impact and to get a message like I just read earlier. 
And maybe billionaires start out that way and you lose it along the way or something. I don't know. I don't know. I like small business. And I know that everybody listening, you have employees that look up to you. They're looking to you. You have people in your community, kids that that you coach at T-ball or whatever you're doing. People are like looking at you and like the hustle and grind. Yeah, do it. Do it because they're looking at you and you can inspire them. And I don't know. Do I sound cheesy? What do you think? No, not at all. I do think that, I mean, I know the people I worked with in the past are very passionate about what they do. Uh, they're very driven, but I, I think that they, some of them didn't have as much focus on their family and their sole purpose was their career, where I think you have a huge focus on what you want to do for your family and that drives you in your career. Yes. So I think that's a big difference. Um, I don't think that either one is wrong. I think it's just different. Um, I personally am very family oriented as well. So this is a better fit for me. Um, and I like to come in and work, work, work and do as much as I can and get as much done in a short amount of time as I can. So I can be awesome at work and then get it done so I can be awesome at home. Hmm. Um, and that's important. I think having that balance is huge and it's not always valued at some places and I, I think that that's a really important thing for everyone yeah that's good so you're doing great you're crushing it so to wrap things up i'm going to throw you a curveball which you do not want because you didn't even want to do this i basically made you i'm like sit down <laughs> we're doing it i hit record okay here's the curveball um what are some like really basic tips you could give a business owner on, I don't know, maybe how do they know if they need an executive assistant or maybe they could use an office manager or someone on their team that has an admin job to help them with things. What is the thinking behind it? Like how, when you look at me and how I'm the driving force of the company and your job is to basically do two things. It's to lower pressure and noise around me and to increase protection and support. What does that look like? I mean, can you tell a difference? Do you do secret ninja things to me to kind of get me to do things? And you're, like you're doing stuff. <laughs> Teach, what, like, how can we add value to the listener on maybe some things they should delegate or? Yeah. Do? Well, there's different there's different types of assistants. So, an executive assistant to someone who's extremely high level and maybe uh, emotional. Um, and needs extra care is something different than like an office manager um, who's helping with tasks, um, which is also needed. All of them are needed, by the way. But an office manager type person or an administrative assistant, absolutely necessary if you have emails or tasks or basically anything you need to have done that you can trust someone else to do that's on a basic level. So, and mind you, it sounds like someone would hate this job, but people actually really enjoy this and get satisfaction out of it because myself, I, as an assistant, I love making other people happy. And I don't care if that's wiping up something that spilled or, you know, doing some crazy thing and flying across the country with my boss. That's super cool. But it doesn't matter to me because even getting coffee for that person fulfills me. So don't think that it's weird, I guess, as a tip. Yeah, I um, always feel bad asking you to yeah, do stuff. that's wrong. It's my biggest struggle because <laughs> I hate the stuff that I ask you to do, and I'm like, God, I'm making yeah. it do such a horrible thing. That's a thing. But then you just crush it and do it like 20 times faster than I thought and better, and you're like, okay, what's next? I'm like, what? It's because that actually brings joy to me. 
So I'm different than you. And people who want to be a, a good assistant actually find joy in that. So I, I, granted, I don't necessarily like all the tasks I do, but who does? But you find joy in completing the tasks in supporting the person. You. Yeah, yeah. And from a f- financial perspective, too, like the, here's the deal a lot of you guys are spending uh, a lot of hours per week doing things that mm. um, is holding your business back from growing. For example, one of the ways that we're growing Send Gym the last uh, six weeks is I'm doing weekly webinars with different like um, partners, like joint venture partners. So I find people that have an audience of service companies and I do like a Send Gym webinar. And for me to focus on that, that's a multiple thousands of dollars per hour task for me to get that done, get it scheduled, record it, set up the whatever. Um, and everything I'm doing that's not that is going to be less than thousands of dollars per hour worth of of money, right? So it's like your job to constantly operate in the highest dollar per hour parts of your business as you grow, which you've heard me talk about like a broken record. So um, this was cool. This is a fun. You got any like inspirational words of wisdom to like blow their mind? Any magical (laughs) unicorn fairy dust? No, I just think that everyone should have an assistant if you can. Um, That way you're not doing silly things that are distracting you from making money. And that person also knows you well and emotionally and can support you there too. Um, Any person that goes into a role like that should really care and have a big heart. I guess that's it. Mm, that's, that's good. Think about. Well, thank you for your time. And thank you, Quick Talk. And go back and re-listen to the beginning of this when I read that message. That was an emotional bomb, at least for me, hopefully for you. Take care. God bless. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.